Welcome to Three Tents Talk. I'm your host, Aaron C. Rhodes. I want to thank everyone for listening to today's episode. I believe this podcast can help you as you go through difficult times in your life. This show is based off of a system I developed while experiencing challenging life obstacles personally. This system was the basis of my book, Learning to Breathe When Life Takes Your Breath Away. This book laid out a three-tenth system for overcoming difficult life obstacles. The three-tenths are your personal relationship with God, embracing your support group, and self-acceptance. I believe if others apply this three-tenth system to their recovery process, they too can overcome similar challenges. I will bring insights to every episode to help listeners along the way. I have experienced trauma, death, and parental abandonment in my lifetime. I will lean on these experiences and my 17-year healthcare career to help you in the process of becoming a better you. Before we start our episode, let's hear a word from our sponsor. Welcome back. On today's show, we're going to be talking about COVID relief. Hope is around the corner. A little background about myself for those that may not remember or that are new to this podcast. My day job is I'm a respiratory therapist who has been on the front line in the battle against COVID since March. And I've seen up close how deadly and and devastating this virus has been for so many people. We have had great victories at my hospital, but unfortunately, we've also had losses. This is a virus that uh, we have never seen before. And I've been doing healthcare for 17 years and have been around when we had SARS, H1N1, and several other viruses come through that we were able to quickly manage and didn't affect the population as a whole, or at least not like coronavirus has done. And the effects of coronavirus for our patients that come in, just to break it down, um, when these patients get really sick, they go into what's called ARDS, or Adult Respiratory Distress Syndrome, which is respiratory failure. When a patient goes into that on a ventilator, normally they've been on a ventilator or respirator for several days and their lungs start getting stiff from the the pressures the ventilator is giving and it gets harder and harder to breathe for them because their lungs start getting stiffer and stiffer until when eventually you almost can't ventilate them at all and the big problem is you can't get oxygen into their bloodstream. So to help them with that, we have to do different things such as proning a patient where you get a patient and you turn them on their stomach. And when you do this, you have to remember that we have all of our our tubes in the patient's mouth helping them breathe, uh, their feeding tubes, IVs, and turning them over can be very difficult. And the patient usually is paralyzed and sedated to where they're not aware of what's going on, of course, but it is a great deal of work and can be very difficult. 
the success rates for surviving going into ARDS is not very good. These patients with COVID go into ARDS immediately once placed on the ventilator. They're already in that. And what happens with coronavirus when it affects the lungs is you get pneumonia in both of your lobes. We have two lobes in our our body, your right lobe and your left lobe. This pneumonia settles down into the base of the lobes. And we call it bilateral pneumonia. And that is where the exchange of gases take place. That's where oxygen gets in your body and where the bad gases, carbon dioxide, leave your body. So when you take in a deep breath, there's that oxygen going in your your body, goes in the base of your lungs into the rest of your body system. Well, now when you exhale, you're blowing all that bad air that came through your carbon dioxide out. When you have this bilateral pneumonia in your lower lobes from coronavirus, you're not able to get that oxygen into your bloodstream. Henceforth, the main problem with this virus is oxygenation. So that's what we've been facing in the hospitals. Right when these patients get on a ventilator, they're in ARDS. And once you go into that as a patient, you're, the survivability is not great. And we as a staff have to take a lot of extra steps to make sure that you try to come out of it. And your length on the ventilator is going to be longer. So we have a lot of patients with coronavirus and they're staying on the vent for a long amount of time, which is leading to a lot of the intensive care units getting backlogged with patients and having overflow issues. It's because the patients that are in, you just can't get them off the ventilator. It's a very touch and go situation and uh, many people listen to this story probably have had somebody affected by this virus by now. Even uh, a percentage of you may have lost someone through this and it can be very difficult. And I've always said on these podcasts, the worst thing about going through coronavirus with these patients is that they're all alone. They can't have visitors. Even the patients that are just receiving oxygen, uh, supplemental oxygen because their oxygen levels are lower. Even if they're not on oxygen, if they have to be hospitalized, they can't have visitors because this virus is so contagious. They're in a room by themselves and the only contact they have with other humans is when staff comes in to check on them, be it the nurses, uh, respiratory therapists, doctors, lab. So we do our best when we go in that room to uh, spend time with them, to let them know they're not alone, uh, pray with them if that's what they want. And, you know, my heart breaks for them when I go in a room because they're scared. Every, everybody's scared. Uh, healthcare workers and patients. And uh, this is a real thing in the healthcare field that we see up close every day where others on the outside may not have seen it or been affected by it. We see it every day. So we know how these patients feel and they feel hopeless at times. And I think that's the hardest thing for these patients is being by themselves. And, and they have cell phones and can FaceTime and call, but they still can't be there and have the loving touch of a 
person that cares about them. That's very difficult for them. So this virus has been very hard for everybody to handle. And the hopelessness that those patients feel and that we feel at times as staff members is finally starting to see some hope at the end of the corner with the vaccinations that are coming out now. And I think this should make everybody happy knowing that these vaccinations are going to be available to prevent others from going through this horrible ordeal through these hospitalizations that so many people have experienced. Like I said, we've had some great victories in in seeing patients leave the hospitals from uh, overcoming coronavirus, but we've unfortunately also had others that did not make it out. So anything that we can do to help eliminate this virus and make it to where people aren't having to deal with this anymore would be great. You know, these, these people that we get in the hospital haven't done this to themselves. It's not a, from a life choice they took up that caused them bad health. This is a virus that they contracted from this, this worldwide pandemic. And it's, it's not fair to anybody but it's something that we're having to deal with. And I think the best thing that we can hold on to going forward is knowing that we have these vaccinations coming and that there is hope around the corner. We're going to get into some information about COVID and then break down our three-tenths talk right after this message from our sponsor. Welcome back. And now we're going to get into some facts about COVID and the new COVID vaccine coming out. First out, a a great kudos to uh, leadership for being able to get out this vaccine, which was led by President Donald Trump and uh, Operation Warp Speed is we should by the end of the year, I believe, have five vaccines out. Right now, we officially in the United States have two approved, which is the first is Pfizer, BioNTech, and the second one is Moderna. I personally will be receiving the Pfizer BioNTech vaccination this week at the hospital that I work at as a respiratory therapist. And I will keep everyone posted on this podcast weekly about how my progress is, any side effects I may or may not be having. And I encourage everyone to follow along with with me on this as well as my YouTube pages. I will do a daily update on my YouTube page with Aaron C. Rhodes uh, so everybody can see what I experience from having it. I'm going to be one of the first persons to take it. And I know... There's a lot of apprehension about taking this vaccination, and I want to try to ease everyone's thoughts with that and also show you through my experiences with taking the vaccination what happens. So you all know from firsthand from someone that's taken it how they are doing. And first off, this Pfizer-BioNTech 
vaccination is administered in a two-dose series, three weeks apart, into the, the muscle, like into your arm. Um, this is a first time, this is a history-making vaccination that they've come up with in this amount of time, and I think it's very exciting. And it's also, uh, I think, something that we'll be able to learn f- about going forward about how it affects all of us. This vaccination, of course, is to help prevent you from acquiring COVID-19, which is, of course, the disease caused by SARS, uh, COVID-2. Um, COVID-19 has had a wide range of symptoms reported from mild symptoms to severe. We've had some people that get it that don't know they've had it, meaning they're asymptomatic. We've had other people get it and it takes their life. So it's, it can go either way. Some of the symptoms have been a fever, chills, cough, shortness of breath, fatigue, muscle or body aches, vomiting, and even diarrhea. Um, What's exciting about this is that this vaccine may prevent most people from obtaining the virus. And you know what's great about this virus is it's so far shown 95% effective in preventing others from getting this virus, which is huge. I mean, how many lives will this save? This is a, a great development for all the citizens of the globe, not just for people in the United States. So it is a great day. This vaccination, if you didn't know, is only for people 17 years and older. Uh, has not been approved for 16 years of age and under. So that's something that uh, you may not know. Uh, some people that may not get the vaccine, depending on their medical provider, is some that may have allergies, you have a fever, a bleeding disorder, you're on a blood thinner like heparin, you're immunocompromised uh, or on a medicine that makes your immune system where it may not be 100%, you're pregnant or plan to become pregnant, you're breastfeeding, or you've received another COVID-19 vaccine. And um, those are things that your physician will be able to talk with everyone about. As far as the reported side effects with the vaccine, as reported by uh, Pfizer, has been injection site pain, tiredness, headache, muscle pain, chills, joint pain, fever, injection site swelling, injection site redness, nausea, feeling unwell, and swollen lymph nodes. Uh, Some very rare more severe reactions have been difficulty breathing, swelling in your face and throat, a fast heartbeat, a bad rash all over your body, dizziness and weakness. And these are, of course, side effects that everyone that receives this first uh, dose, which are primarily healthcare workers and patients in long-term care facilities, those that are most vulnerable, will be watching those during this process. And like I said, I will be receiving that this vaccination this week and we'll keep everyone posted on this podcast about how I'm doing. And uh, I know that the CDC and FDA are 
greatly watching this to make sure that everything goes accordingly. And I think that it's a great thing that we're able to have this vaccination to help protect the population from this this virus. Because if you're unfortunate to be one of the ones that that gets sick where you need to be placed on a mechanical ventilator, it's it's very difficult. And uh, we're already seeing patients that have what's starting to be called COVID lungs that survive this virus that are still weeks and months later having severe respiratory issues similar to what a patient with emphysema would have. And it's because this infection makes your lungs stiff and it's harder to breathe. So anything we can do to prevent a person from getting this virus is, is huge. As a, as a frontline healthcare worker, I can tell you that you don't want to get this virus and you don't want anyone that you know and care about to, to go through these things. And through all this, it got me thinking about our, our three tents for this podcast coming up. And with our personal relationship with God and, and how important is that? And I, I mentioned earlier that people feel hopeless at times. And I have mentioned many times on this podcast that my hope is through Jesus Christ and in my relationship I have with him. That's the most strongest relationship I have on this earth. And it helps me every day. And many patients I've talked to in the hospital have been helped through their faith. And they tell me that, that their faith has helped them through these situations. So that is 100% the most important thing to get people through the situation. And this has been a hard year for so many people, this year of 2020 that won't stop giving, right? And those that have persevered through this time know that and has a, a good relationship with God, knows that brighter days are ahead. I, I want everyone listening to this to know that when I say your R3 tense with your personal relationship with God is the most important thing, It's I can't state that enough. If you don't have a personal relationship with God, I I highly suggest that you start working on that right now. God is the answer and is the great hope at the end of every day. And he's been there with us through thick and thin. And I hope that everybody if can lean on God, their personal relationship with God. And if you don't have that relationship, that it's open to anyone that seeks it. And uh, we've seen that going through a situation like this, that when so many are suffering, some people that may be listening to this podcast that it's nice to have that hope at the end of the day. I read a great scripture for this podcast this week on COVID relief, and it was Romans 1 through 4. And it states, Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we are now and we boast in the hope of the glory of God. Not only so, but we also through glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance. 
And that speaks to all of us about the suffering that we've had, the perseverance that we've had making it from early this year in 2020 to where we're at now at the cusp of, of beating this deadly virus and returning to normal. And won't it be great to when we're able to embrace our support group? That is our second of the three tents. And, and right now I mean literally embracing our support group. Some people in our support group we haven't seen for a long time because of this virus. And what a beautiful day it'll be when we get to embrace them. And I'm going to assume have a lot of quiet time just sitting with them in each other's presence and just reflecting on what we've all been through. Our support group is so important, and I hope that all of you have been able to keep in contact with members of your support group and been able to lean on one another. And finally, self-acceptance. What a, what a great year to get in line with our self-acceptance, right? We've had so much time where we've had alone time or me time and I think a lot of us have got to know more about ourselves than ever before. Remember our five keys with self-acceptance are to be kind to yourself. Stay positive. Accept your imperfections. Believe in yourself and never give up. So many of you out there have made it with flying colors through this dark and cold year and I think we have a brighter day ahead of us in 2021. I want to thank everyone for listening this week and invite you to all stay tuned with my updates about the coronavirus vaccine that I'll be taking soon. And I ask you all to stay positive and stay strong out there. Maintain and keep persevering. That will bring us to the end of this episode. I want to mention that if you are experiencing depression during any of these situations, it can be very overwhelming and there is no shame in seeking medical help if you are feeling this way. Every life is valuable and worth fighting for. If you are feeling depressed, all alone, or having thoughts of hurting yourself, please reach out to the National Suicide Hotline at 800-273-8255 or visit mentalhealthline.org for information on getting help. A person must take care of themselves before helping others. That is priority for somebody experiencing depression. Take time for yourself so that you may heal. There is a way out. You are a valued human being, and people do love you. Additionally, if you apply the three-tenths system and three-tenths talk, this can help you overcome these issues in your life. Placing importance on your personal relationship with God Embracing your support group and self-acceptance will be key to your success. I want to thank everyone who listened to this episode and for allowing me to help you on your journey 
to becoming a better you.